Welcome back to the BB&J Sports Podcast. Yes, bad news. I got COVID. I'm just going to come out and say it. Yeah, you guys Brad's all have screwed one. us over. Brad gets COVID. Two nah, episodes missed. Nah, Jake gets though. COVID. Me and Jake, we now have, we're strong. We got these antibodies. So when you got like some fucking mutated case coming out and chopping heads off like left and right, Bobby, guess what? You I'm haven't next. been exposed. You're next and you're going to get it worse and you're going to die. Well, my <laughs> that's thing, that's, that's, uh, that's rancid. No, you're not going to die. Just You're going to be in the hospital one. All I'm saying is... Wear a mask. (laughs) All I'm saying is that I lived with someone with COVID. And didn't get it. I worked with someone with COVID. You. I I met Mason once. That was enough to almost kill me. Um, And still haven't gotten it. I'm convinced that I might have had it. And then just, it was so mild. Maybe. Like when Brad had it, it might have just... Been like a carrier. Actually, there's there, there's a lot of people who think they had it before they anyone really knew what it was. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I can't I can't really complain or anything because I kind of kept saying I, I kind of want it. Did you want it? I did. I wanted the vacation. <laughs> was it worth the vacation? Yeah, I love sitting at home doing nothing. But did you feel? How did it affect you physically? Oh, I mean, there was some there was a couple aches, you know. Loss, <laughs> I did have the loss of taste, but that didn't last too long. I mean, it was it was all the normal stuff they say, but. It's what it is. It is what it is. Well, let me tell you, Jake, in the two weeks that you've been gone, I have not won a game in fantasy basketball since you caught COVID. Thank you. <laughs> I beat you once, too. Yep, you blew me out. Um, the Tom Brady's in his 10th Super Bowl. Brad Harmon is quitting buying sports cards. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I would not say quitting. He's I leaving take, the hobby. I am taking a leave of absence. Call it a sabbatical. Okay? I mean, it, it only took $4,500. It wasn't $4,500. Calm down. I, there's people who listen to this podcast. Calm down. It wasn't $4,500. $4,500 in the month of January. It wasn't $4,500. It wasn't $4,500. And so... Ew, I hate char in uh, Washington jersey. So, Jake. Yeah. Most importantly, I say we hit every sport not named the NFL... Before we hop into it, yeah, because what happens every time prior to COVID, we talk about NFL and for an hour and a half, and then we're done, and then Jake's like, "But I had basketball, but I had this, but I had this." Yeah, I'm gonna lead you off on something easy. All right, David Posternock last night. Oh, absolute beauty! (laughs) Describe it to the viewers who might not have watched, might not have seen. Okay, so here we go. Opening face off. Bergeron was the face-off clean. Back to McAvoy. You see Pasternak do a little wheel route around the boards. McAvoy with a beauty pass, underrated pass, just kind of puts it in an open space. Pasternak makes a move, goes out to Provorov, the defenseman, and scores 12 seconds into the game. So, beautiful start for the Bruins. You can't ask for a better start than that. And then it was a pretty boring game until the second half of the third, honestly. And then lots of goals. Yes, I was saying that I, I was disappointed because uh, I normally don't watch the games. I normally listen to them. But I looked and I could actually watch last night's game. And I was like, oh, son of a bitch. I didn't realize I could watch it. So I turn it on. First thing I see, Joel Farabee comes over and scores. I'm like, come on. You're like, maybe you it's not serious? meant to be. I'm like, they play better when I listen. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay watching. I, I, I can watch this game. I'm going to do it. So, like you said, pretty boring game. 3-1, Bruins are down. I'm like, oh, great. Every game I watch, they lose. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm being a pessimist. My normal pessimistic self. Glass half empty. All of a sudden, 
Philly takes a penalty. And the Bruins scored within, like, the first 10 seconds of it. It was like, boom, boom, boom. Pasternak put it in the net. It was funny because I was watching. The ref was actually waving it off. And then he was like, oh, oh, never mind. Hold on, hold on. Goal, goal, goal. Yep, good goal. So there we go, 3-2. And then Scott Lawton, or uh, was, it, was it his penalty or was it someone else's? God, I don't remember. Whatever, whoever took the penalty. Like, the Bruins have, what, four, 14 seconds left when I'm watching this? And I'm like, oh, God, all right, they have a chance, they have a chance. Pashnak bats out of the air, gets the hattie. We have a tied game, 3-3. I'm like, oh, let's go. I'm hyped. And then this must have been the Scott Lawton penalty because he interferes, Corrali. Bruins start overtime on power play. Krejci to Pasternak. Doesn't score the goal here, so still a hat trick. But he does dish it to Bergeron in front of the net, who gets stopped and then puts in his own rebound. Bruins win 4-3 in OT. Love to see it. We will love any chance to get a win. Absolutely. And then Bradford. You were here for the Conor McGregor fight. Just kidding. You are simping. So I will take this segment. To watch Conor McGregor get clapped? Absolutely. Why the fuck am I going to waste my time to watch some washed up fucking Irish men oh. get fucking clapped? He would kill you in three yes, seconds. Yes, he totally would. Because guess what? He's a trained fighter. You know what I am? A trained card collector. If he wants to fucking battle me and fucking You're a washed me, up card collector. I'll say, show me, your, show me your certification that you're a, like a... Professional here. The only way you can be a professional is if you admit on camera right now you spent over 15 grand on cards. But I didn't spend over 15 He's lying to you, people. He's lying. Okay, but is it over, how, how much? Is, it's, too, it's too much for that you want to admit. It is multi-thousands of dollars. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well, I will go quickly. Conor McGregor lost. Bad. Poirier looked. Did, did he actually get knocked out? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, to be honest, I didn't see it. So Poirier, Poirier was mauling his leg on these leg kicks. Really? And then basically what happened was he punched McGregor in the face, and then McGregor couldn't stand because his leg was broken. Yeah. It wasn't, like, actually broken. But it was they, just so tired of being kicked. They said he had a welt on the side of his leg that was being kicked the size of three baseballs going down. Yuck. And so basically he was on the mat sitting up, and he was just taking punches. Yeah. And it came to the point where he's like, well, I can't stand, so... How long should I even last? So he stopped defending himself and got KO'd. But the main part of the UFC is what I love, Fight Island. Like, I will not spend $70 on every pay-per-view. I'll illegally stream the main events. But the fact that they're flying these people out to Abu Dhabi to keep the business going, I kind of, I respect it. It's kind of like the better version of the bubble. Yeah, I mean, I saw, I saw a thing. I forget who it was, but... uh Someone was live streaming it or whatever, and Dana White's in the comments saying, take it down now. Like, you can tell he's pissed. Oh, yeah. He loses so much money on illegal streams. Oh, yeah. You know how many people like illegally streamed Conor McGregor's fight? Oh. Billions of dollars worth for, for sure. Dana White. But again, does a 13-year-old kid who's on Reddit have $70 to throw in a UFC fight? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. My all-time favorite one is I watched Conor McGregor... Brad, this is when me and you first started hanging out. The Khabib fight, me, you, Jake, Sam, yep. before I even realized Sam was uh, a human being. Uh, I walked know. in 10 minutes before the fight started, got a chocolate cake, finished it, and then left. Yeah, it was great. Didn't even have to pay. But the fight before that, I watched the fight through some guy's glasses on Twitch. 
It was Conor McGregor versus someone. He was watching the fight, and it was backwards, but you could see the fight through the guy's through glasses. The glasses. Oh, and I was wow. like, this is ingenious. Like, you can't get taken down from copyright. He's just filming himself. There was there were so many times where I remember I would watch it on Facebook, and I'd watch, like, especially fights or games and stuff like that all the time, is I'd watch it, and you'd get, like, a certain part, and then it would stop. Yeah. So I'd have to, like, go and find another thing. So I'd be like, I'd watch it. And then I get like basically a commercial break to find the other stream. So basically, you were just like cutting up streams here and there. I was cutting up streams because Brad's stream would end because it would get like copywritten yeah. or taken and down. No, but and then people, panicking. Would, people would keep liking it and comment, and be like, "Oh my god, thanks, man, this is awesome." People are like, "Stop commenting! Like, just watch the fight!" Like, I wish we, I wish we all had like creative like a community, kind of like Wall Street bets, where we could tell each other what we're naming the streams. Because you can't name it McGregor's stream. Yeah, because that's going to get taken down. Gets taken down in a hot second. I watched one. It was like Hot Lava Cake Asian Boy. And I cl- and it was like number one trending on sports. And I was like... What is this? I'm like, is it like a Asian food eating competition? I clicked it. It was the McGregor fight. And I was like, oh, okay. This makes a lot of sense. So you got to be more discreet, people. I say we all develop a new language called streaming. Dana White is getting on his ASAP. He needs to tear Dana down. White's head now looks like a tomato thinking about McGregor not even being able to fight Jake Paul. And so, and then, so that's UFC. We covered NHL briefly. Jake, is there any major yeah. highlights or storylines in NHL? Yeah, COVID started to hit them. I think they. I think I read something. They've had like ninety players on the list or whatever so far. So they have what I think I saw twenty two <clears throat> games have been postponed. Do you think it's because of travel or do you think it's just lack of bubble? Both. I A little bit to, of both. I hate to say it though, and I know they're traveling. You know, NHL travels so much. You know, you'll play a game every night, every other night, constant traveling. And like, I mean, not really though, because <clears throat> the new divisions or whatever, you play the same team usually at least twice in a row. But I then, like the back to backs. I, I I do like the back to backs, but then like my thing is like, I, I think the NFL did, I'd say, a really good job of COVID. Yes, there were some games. I still am frustrated about the whole Denver Broncos situation, but whatever, it's past us. You know, the last game coming up, but I'd say overall. A COVID NFL season was a success. And I don't see why other leagues can't emulate that. I mean, honestly, what, what it comes down to is they, they just got to make it to the bubble. Like, if you can get through the regular season, just get over it. And, get and you're the saying bubble. playoffs in a bubble. Yeah. You'll, it'll be fine at that point. You just got to fight through the regular season. Now, are they doing the bubble, plan on doing the bubble back in Canada? Or? I have no idea. I mean, I don't even know if they're actually going to do a bubble for the playoffs. I hope so, though. Do you think people would want to? Uh, not really, but... I think if it's a choice between, uh, you know, broken up playoff hockey because of COVID games, stuff like that, everything being postponed, or having a bubble, give, give me a bubble. And yeah. I tell people all the time, people are always like, oh, well, sports must be boring to watch without fans. No, I don't care. I would rather watch a game with Well, there's no fans, fans anyway. So, yeah, I'd rather watch a game with pumped-in sound and, you know... I wouldn't say it's lesser quality. It's just no fans than not watching at all. Yeah, I mean, like, the NBA, I think, is fine. They do a fine job with it. There's, there's like, hockey a little bit. I notice it, though. I don't know. I kind of feed off the crowd energy in hockey. Like, playoff hockey's all about crowd. Yeah. And that's why I think Nashville lost the Stanley Cup that one year. You think so? I'd like... Their, Their crowd was insane. No, but that's the thing. I don't think it was authentic. I think that... 
the regular season, they didn't have that many fans. Like, it wasn't like a TV garden. I don't know. R.A. from uh, Spittin' Chicklets uh, posted the video of him at the Stanley Cup game in Nashville. That crowd was electric. But would you want that if you're used to playing in, like, 75% capacity? Yeah. Or do you think it I mean, bottles it would, up oh, the I, nerves? I mean, I'd be nervous as all hell, but you know what? Let, let's do it. Let's roll. Like, yeah. And so, I've been reading all about, like... My favorite thing was, I. this is brief NFL, is they're pumping in crowd noise. And Sean, yeah, what was it? The, the Falcons got uh, fined for that or whatever, right? Falcons got fined because it was over the decibel level. Gotcha. But someone on the Saints organization basically was like, this is stupid. Because they would like stop a second down run and the sound from the fans pumped in would sound like they just won the Super Bowl. And he goes, we just got the two-yard run, and it sounds like the arena's going to pop off. And, <laughs> and then when oh. we do something good, they want it to be quiet so like, we can hear at the um, at the line of scrimmage, and it's dead silent, and they just have like a 40-yard play. What I love, and I think it was one of my favorite points during the playoffs, is things are so quiet, you can hear, you can hear what players say. So when the game was on Nickelodeon, and the F-bomb was dropped. Daryl Patterson. It was the Funniest thing ever, because it's so quiet that you you hear the ref talk, you hear the ref, and then you know the players probably five yards away from them, you know, saying "What the fuck?" Yep. And then you just hear it on Nickelodeon, and it's like, oh. Crap. All right, they had to accept that though when they decided. Yes, that, exactly. You know, that, I mean, that that was a calculated risk. Yeah, they said this could happen. Do they think? Do we think it's gonna happen? And probably not. But imagine if there was like a, a prop bet on like what the odds. So here's the F-bomb. Oh, I would throw money down on that. You think so? Oh, they probably say it every play. I mean, oh, players players swear all the time. I remember when I played, I'd be swearing all the time. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I, I saw a thing, a video the other day of Sidney Crosby just absolutely cussing out a ref. At a ref? Yeah, oh, yeah. Cussing them out. Oh, hockey's a, new, a different beast, though. I mean, the, the only other hockey news I or little statistic I had was uh, David Poshnark now has nine career hat-tricks. Uh, it's tied for like I think I was looking at the active players list. It's like tied for like third or fourth. There's a whole bunch of guys who have nine. But the the real impressive thing about the stat is the amount of games he's done it in. Pasternak has nine career hat tricks in 393 games. Uh, the next closest is like Tavares and uh, Stamkos, who have played like 800 games. So he's done it in like less than half. Yeah, he's done it in like less than half. Who do you think leads? I I actually have I have I have the list oh, right here. It's a Westgate. It's, yeah, Ovechkin. Ovechkin for sure. Yeah, Pasta's ninth with Stamkos and uh and Perry. Yeah. Tavares, Crosby. Yep. Um, I saw McDavid on the list I saw, but he has like nine, I think, too. So that kind of leads to my question, Jake. Yep. The Oilers' dynamic duo has picked up right where they left off last regular season. Yeah. Nine straight multi-point games. McDavid's on a roll. Already has plus 28 points. I'll say, I, I, saw, I saw a thing. It was like, can, uh, can both of them get 100? No, not even both. Just one. Could one of them get 100 in a 56-game season? Which would be insane. That'd be... Like, the over-under mm-hmm. they had it set at, I think, was like... I think it was 82 or like 74 or something like that. I think that this is a crazy stat. One of them gets 100. You think so? Bull take. Both of them get a hundred. I'm gonna. Put- I mean, I'll, I can see that happening. But you want to know what the real kicker would be? 
their record would still be shit. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Because, cool, you had a 100-game season. Nobody cares that you did it. And yeah, 100-point season? Oh, great. Your record was, what, 15 and... We're 500 40. right now. We're 6-6. Six and six. Not great. We're on a three-game win streak. Granted, we did play Ottawa and Toronto. Screw Toronto. I was like, those games got a little nasty. I was watching a couple things about the... Uh, Against Ottawa there, the end of the game got real chippy the other day. Oh, they're very chippy. So McDavid has 24, 24. points, yep. and Drysaddle has 22, yep. and that's 12 games. Yeah, there was so, the... Yeah, you're, you're, so, and what is it, 40, you said 48 game season? 50, 56. 56. So, so you're a quarter of the way there with... A little less than a quarter, yeah. Yeah, with a little less than a quarter of the season done. So uh, one, of them, one of them breaks 100, I'd say... I like my hot take is both of them break 100, but I think one gets like 101 and the other one probably gets like 92. Okay. I mean, all I'm saying is Pasternak's <laughs> missed what the first six games and he already has five goals in two games. Yeah. Seven points in two games, something like that. It's crazy. The but, perfection one's back, baby. But my problem is with that is do you think Pasta can maintain his health? I hope so. They need him But do you think they kind of take him easy? Bruce Cassidy probably not play him as much. Because uh, didn't he just have hip surgery? Like, he's just brand new back? Yeah, but, like, he's been he's been rehabbing for a while. He did admit, though, after the first game he played that he felt like he got hit by a truck. Oh, really? Yeah, he admitted that. But he's, he, he already said he feels better now. Like, he's played. He, it's one of those things. You just got to get used to it again. Also, I like this guy. I have no idea how to pronounce his name. You know how to pronounce oh, it. Mm-hmm. Jesse Puliu uh, Yarvi, or however you say it. Yeah, I've just been yelling, let's Pugli, go, Jesse! Puliu Yarvi. I, I can't really say it. But they, I was like, they're lucky he's starting to come around, though, because they absolutely royally fucked his situation. Did they, they tried entering him in the lineup at 18. He does, the European, this, like the, what I think, was he Finnish? Whatever. He looks Finnish or Swedish, I'll tell you that. Swedish, I, yeah. Yeah, Swedish, whatever. Those, those SHL guys, typically they play an extra year or two. Overseas. Overseas, and they try to enter him in the lineup at 18 on like a third or fourth line. Didn't That's they draft him the year after Yakupov? No. Or the year before Yakupov? No, he was after. I think he was... He's 2016 first round fourth pick. Yeah, Yakupov was like 2012. He's that old? Yes. Oh my goodness. Con- I've been Con- a fan for this long. I love it. Conor McDavid was like 2015, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he was the Yakupov was first overall in 2012. Yeah. I hate him. He literally was a complete bust. An absolute bunion. He's so bad. <laughs> you should keep shitting on him. I hate him. <laughs> that makes me so mad. Like, I was so high on him. I wanted a jersey and everything. I say, what year was Nugent Hopkins? He was right after Taylor Hall, I believe. Twenty? No, that's 2012. Taylor Hall, 2011? Let's go. No, he was 20. Maybe Nugent Hopkins was 2011. So 2011, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Yep, 2012 was Yakupov. 2012 was Yakupov. 2013 was... So they had three straight number one overall picks, huh? Yep, and we couldn't make the playoffs. 2013, we got Darnell Nurse, seventh pick. That's a good pick. 2014, Leon Dreisaitl, third pick. Yep, that was right. huge. 2015, the second coming of Jesus. Yep. Connor McDavid. Uh, um, 2016 is your boy Jesse. Yep. Can't pronounce Puliyarvi. Puliyarvi, and then we got Kyler Yamamoto. Good pick. I like him. Evan Bouchard in 2018. He could be good. 
And then Philip Broberg, another Swede. Like him too. And I then, do like the picks. And then this year we drafted Dylan Holloway. Yeah, I'm not high on that one, but that's not bad. He plays at Wisconsin. It's yeah, all I was say, it's Tits early. The one guy I'm in love with, Trevor Zegras. Oh, nasty. He played played on Team USA. Ducks prospect. Guy, guy just juked the goalie out of his shorts on a uh, shootout move in the AHL. Like the guy looks bored already. Wait, that, was that the thing on yeah. TikTok I saw where it goes? This is the celebration of a guy who says, "Call me up already." Yes. <laughs> yep. He no sellied it and just went to like. Yeah, that's that's Trevor Zegras. Yeah. He's not. I watched like five of his TikToks. Yes. Yeah, or like videos of his. Highlights. I was like, Sam sent me that video, and I was like, "Yeah, I want his jersey ASAP." <laughs> Libs, let me know when you get his jersey coming in. But, Brad, NBA Fantasy, you're not doing too bad. How is your Kyrie trade panning out for you? I absolutely loved it. Absolutely. Because I roasted you for about a month or yeah. since you made it. Because you literally said, oh, Kyrie's not going to play and stuff like that. <laughs> and that was, honestly, that was the risk I took in trading for him. I traded Devontae Graham, who's not playing too bad. And Nurkic, Injured. who wasn't playing too bad until three days after the trade, got injured, out for an extended period of time. What was great is before I made the trade, I picked up Ennis Cantor, so I had both of Portland's bigs on there, and I contemplated, which one do I trade, which one do I trade? And I was like, eh, Nurkic holds a little more value, probably you know more likely to get this trade through. They accepted it. I got Kyrie. Kyrie, back in Brooklyn. Backballing out, and guess what? Cantor is the go-to big in Portland, and he is also balling out. And so you kind of got lucky. Uh, extremely lucky. Because you traded for Kyrie, and you're like, oh, why is Kyrie not playing? I'm like, dude, he might retire from basketball. And you're like, he might what? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yo. And now, yeah, it's it's amazing. I am absolutely loving that trade. And then, Jake, I'm kind of mad at you. How yeah. are you so good at this and you've never played? Uh, to be honest, I haven't made a single roster move. Yeah, same with NFL. You never make moves. No, yeah, Jake has had some, some good pop-off players. I mean, Ben Simmons playing really well. KD playing really well. Um, hey, COVID got both those guys, though. That's all I'm saying. But early in the season. True. They might not ever get it again. Jarrett Allen is playing extremely well for, for you, too. So and He's a Cavalier say, now. I'm going to lose this week's matchup. I already know that. You think so? Yeah. I'm, I'm just looking at the schedule and all that between games played. I think it, Andrew has a lot more guys playing. Which is good, which is good, because I have dropped the past two straight. Um, I need I need to do better. I need to pick it up. I lost last week by a total of 21 points. I say, I beat you. Didn't I beat you? No, no, I beat you. Did you beat me? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah you're right. You yeah. didn't accept that was a weekend. I'm your, I'm your yeah. one loss. Okay. Um, but you're going to have to. I'm catching up. It's, it's, it's still a long season. Plenty of ways to go. So, I'm still trying to work some trades for some people. So, keep me posted. Brad's been sending some insulting trades on fantasy. Uh, he hasn't sent me any because he knows I just don't listen to Jake, him. Jake, Jake's not even like, he's like, it's not even worth my time. Because Jake's just going to decline it. And say, or I'm just going to shaft you right back and be like, yeah, this is how it feels. You know, honestly, I sent Austin a trade. And I forget who it was for. Um, but then he sends me a trade back, and it's just ridiculous. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, come on, dude. I was, what you, the, yeah, Brad doesn't realize that's what he sends to people, and that's their reaction. Yep. No, I was trying to trade for Devin Booker, who's having a down season, okay? You buy low on players when they're playing like shit. It's what you do. 
you trade players and they're playing well because I'm a firm believer in this, and this is why it works for me. I draft a team that I want for my season. And, um, I'm not looking to trade. I don't need to change it up. Because if you change it up, you clearly your draft strategy was shit. No, because guess what? Wow, wow that's a bold take no, for just, everyone here who trades. No, here's my question. What would you say about injuries? Hey, if, if shit you lose, happens. If you lose your top player, and now you got to, you know, you take, trade your number hey, two and number three player. It, it's a risk you got to be willing to take. AKA, know. one of your players. Who has injury history? Hey, all yep. I'm saying is some of my players, Michael Porter Jr., and you can't predict COVID. What? Yeah, but Michael Porter Jr. had a bad back coming out of college. Well, guess what? Yeah. He was hurt. He played like one game He's at Missa. now. Yep. Like one half. Like Kevin Durant with his Achilles, I took a risk on that. But I know KD's ceiling is legit. Hey, I'm just saying Zion's balling out for me. And oh, Davis Zion's a out. point yeah. machine. Zion has like what PJ the Washington out of Charlotte. He's good. He's playing good. extremely well. I could have so, decided between him and Bridges. I should have taken him. But hey, it's what it is. Even Chris Middleton, you know, finally playing like a solid number two. And, and, and it's Cantor, you know, the whole, you know, him going out, him being the big man in Portland. Speaking of Zion, though, did you guys see that he has, like, the highest uh, career, you know, percentage, shooting percentage of all time? That within however many games or whatever, maybe really? 500 shots. It's because he only shoots dunks. Yeah, I know. It's good. I mean, not only. He shoots a couple jump shots here and there. But he, I, think he, I think I saw he's at, like, 58 point something percent in his career. He's also the first player to... And I, I thought it's, it's, it's a dumb stat. I think it's dumb, but I'm going to point it out. The first player in their first 33 games to average 20, 20 points or more a game since Michael Jordan. Really? Which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. I mean, he's no MJ, but. No MJ. Absolutely not. But people are saying his ceiling could be like Shaq. And I know that everyone here is looking forward to the NHL talk. I mean, the NFL talk. Let me tell you, you're getting a hearty dose of it. Two more things I just want to touch up on quickly. Yep. One for Brad, one for Jake. Brad, would you, if you were the Celtics GM, trade... We, we need to do something. Would you trade Jalen Brown for Bradley Beal straight up? Same with you, Jake. No. Oh, I, I don't think so. What about Kemba? Kemba, yes. Yes. Kemba yes. in pieces. Kemba, what, yeah. what pieces we talk? What pieces are if you're saying Kemba and Marcus Smart? Kemba Smart and a big guy. No, no. If you said Kemba and a pick and like a bench player, you're not trading Kemba and Marcus Smart. No, no that's my thing. Is I'm for not Bradley Beal. No, Bradley Beal is a shooting guard, not a point guard. They are both point guards. You have no point guard depth. Peyton Pritchard. Not a long You know what? Hey, Carson, I Romeo would, Langford. I would trade. He's like a shooting guard slash small. Player. I would trade Kemba and Pritchard and a for, and a pick for Beal. No one would accept that. You're asking. I, I was You're asking, asking what I would do. Washington wants, like, the James Harden steal package. W- watching, watching the Celtics last night without point guard depth, I mean, I get, yeah, Waters. It was Edwards, so upsetting. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, it's Sacramento. Like, Sacramento it, has guard heavy, though. You know what fucking sucks? What really sucks? Two nights ago, we played Golden State. We Celtics won. were down. I put money on it. They wanted me, like, 25 bucks. You put the 25 bucks on I didn't put 25 bucks on them last night. But I definitely, excuse me, I put more money on it, and yeah, they shafted me, so I lost like. To, to be honest, I didn't watch the fourth quarter because I knew they were gonna blow it. But they had like a, they almost had an eleven point lead when I went to bed, and I was like, they're still gonna lose. I this. had Celtics minus one and a half for at halftime, and then I had them minus two and a half for the game. And yeah, no, yeah, it, it, it they lost five. It yeah, 
And so, would Bradley Beal be who you want to target as a Celtics free agency? Uh, like, or I not free agency, trade deadline? I'd want to say J.J. Redick. Yes, J.J. Redick is what people are talking about. But And this is the first year, and everyone says, oh, Celtics need to make a move, Celtics need to make a move, and we never do. This is a year where I'm convinced we do make a move. Because we have that, we have that you know, trade exception from Gordon Hayward. You know what? An- another guy I've heard... So if we don't do it, it's a waste. Yep. Yep. An- another guy I've heard uh, was someone we played last night, Harrison Barnes. I've, I've heard Harrison Barnes. I've heard J.J. Redick. Do we need also, Harrison a, Barnes? A, well, a report came I out today. I think he fit this team. Yeah. He can shoot. He plays defense. You know what yeah. I kind of like? A report came out today. Houston might be looking to shop Oladipo before the deadline. I don't think we need Oladipo. Nah, I'm good. I don't like yeah. the Oladipo that much. Yeah, I liked him in Indiana when he first got there, but eh, injuries, not good. And so, obviously we can agree Celtics need help, but last NHL topic just for you because I forgot to ask when we were on it, then yes. we'll hop right into NFL. You're redrafting the 2016 draft. Yep. Re-rank this for me. <laughs> All right. Out of just the top three, how would you rank it? At Aaron I mean, Eckbald went one. Sam Reinhardt went two. Leon Dreisettle went three. Trash has number one pick. Yeah. Sam Reinhardt or Aaron Eckbald? Eckbald. And then Reinhardt? Yeah. And then is there anyone else on this list that you think should have cracked the top three? Wasn't Pasta. Oh, Pasta. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Dylan Larkin. If that was redrafted, I think Pasta would go two. second. Yeah. I think he'd go second. Dreisettle would still go one. But... This is just the first round that we're looking at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dry side up, knock, and I... Oh, there's Tony D'Angelo, scumbag. <laughs> yeah. Scumbag. He was on Tampa, that's why. I, I, would t- I would take Dylan Larkin three. And then Ekblad four. I feel bad that Larkin went to an absolute Bunyan team, Detroit. Also, you want, you want what the funny part is? You see David Poshnak at 25? Yeah. Look who went 10. Nick Ritchie. Both on the Bruins. Yep. And I want Richie off. Is anywhere near Pasternak? No, and he got drafted sixteen places higher. Yep. Just development, I guess. Yeah, I mean Anaheim is not the greatest. Nope, they're they're not very good. They had that but one. As run. long as Zgrass doesn't uh, totally crap the bed, I'll be happy. That guy has too much talent to waste. You'll have his jersey, and then Brad. I haven't bought a jersey in a hot minute either. You will be getting this, guys. I think I will be. This is the one thing that Brad's been telling me all week that he really wants to talk about. He is beyond ecstatic that he gets to root for Tom Brady for a 10th Super Bowl. Absolutely. <laughs> Tom and Brady has a better chance of making the Super Bowl than Steph Curry has to make a three. Basically. And one of my worst takes ever, and I'm going to say it. I said... Is it a Rob Parker tweet? Or a Rob Parker take? No. Probably a Max Kellerman type. It's it, it was pretty bad. I said... So when the Chiefs moved up to get Mahomes, I said, why are they doing that? It's a waste. And when they traded Alex yeah, Smith, that's a, free that's a bad thing. When they traded Alex Smith, and I, I said he's going to be good. We're looking at the matchup between, and I'll say it, the greatest quarterback of all time and the person who, during our lifetime, people, the next generation will argue. We're watching basically Joe Montana first Tom Brady, but now Tom Brady's that Joe Montana. And Mahomes is that Tom. Can we agree if Tom Brady beats Patrick Mahomes tomorrow, there's no, I mean, on Sunday, there's no chance Mahomes can overtake him? I, 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 I Mahomes still has a whole career left. Yeah, Mahomes is pretty young. But, but the pieces on, around yes, him aren't that's, young. That's, Here's my Andy Reid ain't coaching for 15 more years. I, 
He's 62. He very easily could. Do you see his diet? I, I don't Do care. you see his double cheeseburgers? Coaches burgers? can coach till they're 80. Yeah, maybe from a hospital bed. I think I think Andy Reid has 12 years of coaching. And so... Who the hell was that Cleveland Browns coach that said Hutt and his gut moved? I loved him. <laughs> I, <laughs> What's his name? Bob something? Bob Wiley, maybe? Yeah, Bob Wiley. who's the offensive lineman yeah. coach. My favorite thing was um, Hart... Well, Hart announced obviously was the one that showed it. But Twitter. Hut, hut, and it was just a gif of his belly bouncing. But, Good no. save. Long story short is... Brad's a big Patriots fan. I, big Tom no, Brady fan. Fuck off. I hate them both. I was wrong about Mahomes. And I totally ate my words um, when he balled out and obviously won a Super Bowl last year. Beginning of the season, I said, Chiefs go back and repeat. Yeah, but we were all rooting so hard for San Fran last year. Oh, I, oh, I yeah. was rooting for San Francisco. Absolutely. I wanted San Francisco to win. I wanted San Francisco to get their sixth Super Bowl and be up there with New England and Pittsburgh. But it didn't happen. And Chiefs won, and I said, wow, this team is so dominant. This is the next dynasty in the NFL. I stand by it. I stood by it before the season started, said they're going to repeat, and I'm not taking my foot off that gas, and they're going to repeat. They're going to beat Tom Brady. Mahomes is going to get his second Super Bowl in a row. What's your opinion on that? Uh, I also said they would make it back, and they have. But I refuse to bet against Tom Brady. I refuse. I agree. I'm in the same boat. I feel like anytime you bet against Tom Brady, you're setting yourself I, up to look th- stupid. There are a lot of guys on that Tampa Bay team who want their ring before they go out. I think they're hungry. Sue, Brown, and Shady PP, Shady McCoy. McCoy, yeah. Which, to be Leonard honest... Fournette. Yep, Leonard Fournette. Okay, this sounds so bad. If it was <clears throat> any other quarterback besides Brady, I would want those guys to get his ring. McCoy deserves a ring. JPP deserves a ring. Nagano and Sue, meh. Shaq Barrett. But he's good. Shaq Barrett's still young, though. Shaq Barrett's still young. But it takes a lot of stress off when you get the ring early. Yes, it does. And if this was a Jameis Winston... Gronkowski could get a seventh. Or not seventh. What? He's been to... Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. What did he say? <laughs> this would be his fourth, right? Yes, it'd be yeah. his fourth. I was thinking for whatever reason, because I know this is his tenth playoff run in a row. He's never missed the playoffs when he played. And so in my mind, I'm like, oh, 10, Tom Brady's been to 10, Gronk, go for 7-2. But if this was, like I said, the Jameis Winston led Tampa, one, they wouldn't be there. But if they were there, I would probably be rooting for the Bucs. But Mahomes... He can't root for TV. I, I cannot. I can't... Root. I have a video stating otherwise. No, two years well, ago yesterday, years Brad ago, jumping up and down ago, for Tom Brady. I was rooting Brady. for the Patriots. I was not rooting for Tom Brady. Because you wanted a parade. And guess what? I was rooting for a parade. And that is why, I will admit, game five or six of the World Series, same year, I rooted for the Red Sox. You will never say you root for the Red Sox. You rooted for a parade in Boston. He knows. I didn't even wear any. I wore red. I I did not wear red socks. I just wore a red shirt. That is what I did. I rooted for a parade. I will never root for a parade. Because you don't go to them. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Jake goes, we won. Good night. Yep. He won't even watch it with us. When the Patriots are in it. He's at home. I will not, no. And I bet you you regret watching Game 7 Bruins two years I ago. I do, and I, I'm i still salty. <laughs> you had to leave. You literally paid and left. Yep, I'm so mad. Couldn't watch the end. <laughs> and so, my take here is it is going to obliterate the over of 55 and a half. I, so I think it's going to be closer than people think. And I think Tom Brady's going to win a seventh. 
and come back again next year. You think, I was saying, if, if he wins, and that kind of, you know, you just said my point. If he wins, Jake, does he hang up the cleats? No. He wants to play the 45. He'll stick to it. He needs to, he needs to play into the 2022 season to be the oldest quarterback of all time. I don't know. Part yeah. of me, like, part of me says that that would cap off his career. So many greats have wanted to retire at the top. And hey, your boy Peyton. Peyton did it. He won. He hung it up. Drew Brees. Yeah. Drew Brees. Most overrated quarterback and of all time. I hate time. to say it. Absolute no. bunion. Do you guys? Do you think Brees retires? I think he's already retired. I think so. Mental. Yeah. I think. I think so. But to be honest, this is not really bad. I feel awful for the guy. Is if he gets to the if he comes back, gets to the Super Bowl next year, loses, loses in the Super Bowl, and then it's like okay, like he has that point. He's like it's just not meant to be. But if Brady wins his seventh ring, the first team to ever host the Super Bowl in their home arena wins the seventh, most of all time for any player, hangs it up, puts his, you know, mounts his name in history. It already is. But. I say that's a good point, though. Do you think that them being home is going to have an advantage of some sort? I don't think so. Well, um, Kansas City was practicing at home, and they haven't left for Tampa until, like, it. Like a day before. Yeah, Kansas City isn't going to Tampa until Saturday. They're treating it like a road game. Yeah, they have to. And then leaving after. Which, to be honest, because of COVID, I don't, I don't really think it it helps or hurts Tampa because it's not like you have a full stadium of fans. If this wasn't a COVID, but they get two weeks at home. Also, how how many fans are allowed in the stadium? I think I heard like twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. There's gonna be a lot of. There's like thirty thousand cutouts or something. Uh, It's it's twenty thousand, but a lot of it is so friends and family, obviously of the team. Um, they brought. I think it's seventy five hundred healthcare workers. Um, were being uh, you know invited to well four from New Hampshire. Um, shout out nurses. Unless you were a bitch in high school, shout out nurses. Um, <laughs> All nurses were bitches in high school. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a bitch in high school, we don't care how you're doing. All we want to know is nursing school. If you're a bitch in general, fuck you. Yes. <laughs> but Tell us how you really feel, Jake. I do think there's going to be, you know, Bucks fans there, but I, I still don't think it's going to be, you know, loud enough with fans. They get their really pumped up noise. Yeah, that's fine. Brady doesn't have to yell and lose his voice. He can just call a play and call it out the so line. That's fine. I do think it. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's the best quarterback matchup we have ever seen in a Super Bowl in our in our lifetime. I would say honestly, I don't think it's going to be that high-scoring. I don't think so. I think it's going to be like a thirty-twenty game of some sort. What? Yeah, I don't know why. So the over/under of fifty-five. I, what are you hitting? Under. The under of fifty-five. Yeah. Well, Tom Brady never scores in the first quarter of a Super Bowl. So you think? So bet no, the under. In the I, first I, I got it at fifty-two. Yeah. Over? No. You bet the under at 52? No, 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 no. 52 oh. is my prediction for the total points. Really? Yeah. I have over 60. That's fine. I mean. Over 60. To be honest, I can throw this take out there. And if it's totally wrong, whatever. I have over. <laughs> whatever. Got a 50-50 chance. Yeah. Over 60. I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs break 40. Yeah. It all, it all because gets... here's my thing. We all know both teams' strong point is their offense. I'll say what. Thank you. You're kind of leading to where I wanted to go. Wait, what do we think is the biggest weakness here for each side? And Kansas City's offensive line. With the injuries, they have no left tackle, no right tackle, and their center's on COVID. No, the center came off COVID. 
Yeah, he came off. He, he came um, off. Yeah. So they're out. With, they're without the last. They're without each tackle. And they're, their last they're time, already on a backup guard. And their last time their left tackle started a Super Bowl, Von Miller had two strip stacks, and they won the cost him the Super Bowl. My my thing is, I think the weakness of Tampa, and this sounds crazy because it's a strong part, is their defense. Yes, is their their rush defense. The number one rush defense in the NFL. I I still I still don't care. They have they, both teams. I think and Kansas City doesn't rush the ball, so why does that matter? They can. To, to be With honest. who? Clyde Edwards, who's injured in like seventy percent, or Le'Veon Bell, who looks like he's fifty-five. Williams. Yeah, Williams. I'm just saying that Kansas City with Mahomes, you you don't know what to prepare for. Mahomes can run the ball. He can get it to Kelsey. You have Tyreek. There is not one person in the, um, Tampa Bay's DBs who can match speed of Tyreek Hill. But they can and double him. I, I don't even think anybody <coughs> on that defense can go man-to-man with Travis Kelsey. That, that, they can double I'll both say that, that's, that's okay, my... But they have so many weapons. You can double Kelsey. You can double Hill. You can double but, both of them at the same time. No, you can't. Okay, Do you see how much pressure they got on Aaron Rodgers with no, without blitzing? Double both of them at the same time. Okay, Brad, Aaron Rodgers is not moving like Mahomes. Simple, simple math, Brad. There's 11 yep. on each side. Correct? Yes. So you can take two, a cornerback and a safety, take Hill out, and you get a DB in a safety or DB in a corner on Kelsey, and then just man everyone else up and send four. Mahomes, if it's man on man, Mahomes will find people. Sammy Watkins will get her. Let Sammy Watkins. McCall Hartman is a burner, too. You don't he think Todd Bowles wouldn't mind that? He goes, oh, let these guys beat me. I'm not going to have Tyreek Hill, who had 200 passing yards in the first quarter last Listen, time they played. If I'm yeah, Mahomes, got ripped apart, if I'm yeah. Mahomes and I'm Andy Reid, I don't care who burns you. It doesn't have to be Tyreek Hill. It doesn't have to be Travis Kelsey. I'm not caring who's scoring touchdowns as, long as, scoring as long as we're scoring touchdowns. Yeah, but it limits the chances of getting said touchdowns when you take out their big game players. <sighs> Levante David's going to be a stud. You're not taking out Kelsey and Hill. For the entire game. Last time a team had two weeks to prepare for Kansas City, uh, Tyreek Hill had one catch for 42 yards. You saw what happened last time Tyreek Hill played the Bucks. You think that's going to happen again? Something similar. Maybe not in the first quarter, but in the game. Well, you realize that they adjusted for him, and then he never touched the ball again. Because he didn't have to! So, Jake, I'm going to get your take. They were up so high! There are two takes that I've seen online. Kansas City got up so you, big in you, the first... You uh, realize Bobby can't get his own takes. He just finds them. This is what I'm hearing. <laughs> well, you have to be able to make your own take based off other people's opinion. Other than that, you could just be repeating other people's takes. That's how I formulate my own opinion, by seeing what everyone else thinks, and then I come to the conclusion. You know what my opinion is, Bobby? That you're wrong. Your, continue. Your opinion is you spend too much money on sports cars. Um, <laughs> that is not an opinion. That is a fact, okay? So, I've seen two... And you can't argue a fact. There's two ways to look at the game they played Week 12. Yep. One, Kansas City got it so much that they put it in neutral... And let uh, Tom Brady get back in the game. Yeah, they let him climb back in the game. Second one was Tom Brady and Tampa Bay figured out how to slow down Kansas City in the second half and made it a game late. Because they weren't moving as quickly. Kansas City wasn't moving the ball down the field the whole time against them second half. So do you think that carries on? After the first quarter, it was pretty slow. Um, What's tough, though, is that you, you don't know. And you can't you can't say one or the other because who knows? 
Maybe the Chiefs did take their foot off the gas a little bit, and Brady came back. Maybe I, I, if I had to lean towards one, would lean more towards that. But you could also say that maybe they just figured out Kansas City, but but you don't know. You really don't. If you talk to Tampa Bay fans, they'll be like, oh, we figured out Kansas City, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're not that hard. You talk to Kansas Chiefs fans, they're going to be like, we were up so much. Tyreek Hill literally burned them for seven receptions, 250 yards, and two TDs in, like, the first quarter. Like, we can kind of take our foot off the gas a little bit. Is that what you think? Um, the, way, the way I'm looking at this game is I worry about Tampa Bay's secondary. I don't love their secondary from what I see. They don't pass the eye test for me. Yeah. Uh, my next question is, how's Mahomes' turf toe? If that's bothering him, I don't think he's going to be as mobile as you think. You want to talk about what worries me, right? So the Chiefs, that worries me. What worries me most about... Especially, especially with two... Your two new tackles. Yeah. If Mahomes isn't that mobile, that could be trouble. Like, what worries yep. me about the, the Bucks, though, and you guys are going to say this is crazy, is Brady. Brady did not play good in that NFC Championship. Okay, but let, let me counter with this. Forget the NFC Championship. He threw three picks. Not good. We understand that. But what was, what was the whole theme here of the first time they played? Brady threw 41 times, and they only ran the ball 12. Tampa Bay needs to run the ball. Yeah, Tom, Tom Brady it can't try to do this all himself, and I don't think I don't think Kansas City's rush defense is great. Yeah, you got Chris Jones, maybe Tyron Matthew comes down. Other than that, I don't think it's that good. Here's my thing though: is that I think that can't, can't, Tampa Bay is they're very old on some side of the ball. Their pass rush very old. Their you know experience you know with with Brady and I'd say Fournette's getting old and stuff like that. That's old. Their DBs are young. Sure. Their old line is young. Where I think Kansas City has, you know, the opposite. Their receivers are veteran receivers. Kansas City, they all have Super Bowl experience. They were there last year. Mm -hmm. They know how to play this role, know how to play the big game. But they have that experience, you know, going against the young DBs of Tampa. They have that experience rushing the young O-line of Tampa. So... I really don't feel like Kansas old lines that young. I feel like they're good, like middle middle age guys, like twenty five. Yeah, twenty six, twenty seven, like okay. that stuff. Like I don't, I don't say they're too too young, but I don't. I just, I think Chris Jones is an animal. Oh, I like uh, Chris Jones. I think he gets one, if not two, sacks on Brady. I think the there's a bet right now on over under. Brady throws half a pick. I hammer the over. Brady throws a pick. I I, I would say yeah. I'd say Brady would throw a pick. I also think Mahomes throws a pick. But that's also that's my thing. Mahomes has had so many dropped picks. If Tampa Bay's defense can actually hold on to one of those, it's it's gonna be the way to win a game is to win the turnover battle. That always helps. Yeah. Hold on to the ball. Leonard Fournette needs to have a good game. Is there a fumble the Super Bowl, you think? You think there's a fumble. I, I think there's an interception. I, I is think there that, a fumble? I think yes. Let's, let's see if McCall Hardman coughs one up again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean I see a receiver fumbling it though. It's going to be a receiver. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Wait, yeah. You, you don't see a strip sack? Not. That gives me nightmares. Super Bowl 52. What, Brandon Graham coming off? Yeah. You know, it's, I don't know. That's another parade we could have had. I'm actually, I'm so excited. I, I'll say, I, did, I didn't watch that game at home. Are you kidding me? Jake, you had one job. I know. No, you know where we watched that game? Cody's. Cody's. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. watched Atlanta at that Cody's too. Yep, 
No That's point. fine. I'm still on that one. No bueno. But, I don't know. I just... I have this whole feeling, and I've said it for so long, that Kansas City is just such a nasty team. Like, I would... if Position battles, you look at wide receivers of Kansas City first, the DBs of Tampa. Just do apples to apples. Yeah, wide yeah. receivers versus wide receivers, I say it's yep. a wash. I, 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 say I, wash agree. Yeah. I say it's a wash. Okay, so I'm, I might even lean towards Tampa Bay. They have depth. I might, but I will probably say. I mean, I, I'm just going to write down the list. Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, let's say the ones. I, you can I, give it Tyreek Hill. I'd say Tyreek Hill. Okay. Chris Godwin, or are you giving it to DeMarc, I mean, Sammy, Sammy Watkins? I'm going Chris Godwin. I'm going Chris Godwin. Antonio Brown versus McCoy Hartman. Yeah, I'd probably take Antonio Brown. So, okay. Scotty Miller, DeMarcus Robinson. Scotty Miller. I that's a wash. Yeah, that's a wash. So, you could, you could say, I do think Tampa has more depth. Tight end? Yeah, Kelsey. Hands yeah. It's Kelsey. O-line? Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay. Without the Without two tackles, tackles and a backup they guard. officially been ruled out. Yes, one yes. is like a bro- what, torn ACL and the other one's like... Yes, they are. Everyone is like dead set on them being out. Okay. And they already were playing with backup guards. So that's three backups. So let's say the quarterbacks wash, wide receivers wash. What about running backs? How do you feel about the running back matchup? I would say Tampa Bay. Based on what I've seen lately... Wash. I, you could say wash, but what I've seen recently... Tampa Bay is starting to get And Clyde Edwards-Hilaire isn't injured. Is still injured. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has gone down, but Leonard Fournette's come up, in my opinion. I agree. He's been balling out the last couple weeks. And then defense. In no, right, in no world can you say Tampa's is worse than Kansas City's. Their pass rush, better. Secondary, better. I like the linebackers better. They I, were the sixth-ranked defense well, in the Monte NFL. David and Devin White, that's a pretty good linebacker combo. No, it is. I, and then I, you got Ndamukong Katsu, Shaq Barrett, JPP. I honestly think, you know, in recent years, this is... One, I'm, one I'm thinking this is even. one of the most evenly matched Super Bowls. I can and agree with that. I think it's a very... I thought last year was pretty even. Yeah, I thought last year was I, pretty I think year. so, too, but you, 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 could pin, you could pick out what one team did better than the other... Where teams had the advantage, and you know, you even looked at the Rams in the past couple years ago. You said both these teams' defenses are disgusting. The question mark is going to be the offenses, and and it showed it. the game was such a low scoring game. The defenses balled out, and that's why I think this game, everyone's saying the offense, the offense, the offense, and I think which is why I think it's going to be lower scoring. I think everyone's just hyping it up too much, which and, and it's going to end up being locked down. I think it's going to be so crazy. I like the 13. I like the 13 3 Super So do I. I'm a defensive guy. I like it. And I definitely think, and people love seeing touchdowns. That's what everyone loves. You love your receivers. You love your running backs. You love quarterbacks. That's why defensive players never hold value. Because you don't see them. Nobody's like, oh my God, that dude had like a dozen receptions, a dozen interceptions this season. You're saying, wow, look at that receiver who had 1,500 receiving yards this year. Look at that, you know. Wow, that running back almost had two thousand rushing yards. Like, you're not you're not saying that about defenders. You're not saying you're not you're not counting their sacks and stuff like that. Oh, I do. I, 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 I like to, I do. I like to keep. You don't count tackles and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Like you're never. I do look that. I do look at those stats because I think. But that's but they're not breaking news. Like yeah. Adrian Peterson, you know, almost broke that rushing record. Mm-hmm. Nobody was saying, "Wow, look at Richard Sherman in Seattle with all those interceptions." Nobody's saying that. And then there's me back in 2000-whatever. Gerard Mayo had almost 30 tackles in a game. Holy crap. Yeah. 
And exactly. And that's why people hated that Rams Pat Super Bowl because they're like, "Wow, nothing happened." And, Wow, it was so dumb and so boring, but because people want to see the high flying offenses, and I think this this Super Bowl could be that could be that, and that's why everyone is hyping it up so much okay. because the offenses and it's it's the quarterback. Battle. I don't disagree with that. It's the quarterback battle, and I I can't believe I'm saying this, but I can't wait to see Mahomes raise another Lombardi Trophy back to back. I can't oh. wait to see Brad take off his Patrick Mahomes jersey uh, in defeat come Sunday. I'll say the the way I look at it is I rooted for uh, San Fran last year because I'm a little bit salty. Like I know Mahomes is this good. I don't want him to be this good. I want the Patriots to be the dynasty. Yep. And if they lose to, to on Sunday, it's hard to say they're a dynasty. One Super Bowl in four years. I, I mean, then what, the people, Chiefs? Yeah, then people throw it. Oh, yeah, they made back to back though. I don't, I don't think so because I don't see. I don't I, need that. I'm not me. counting. Buffalo made four straight. And lost all of them. Mahomes' <laughs> rookie year, I, I don't count, really. It wasn't his starting season. He played one game. Yeah. But you look at three seasons, he started. AFC Championship. AFC Championship. Super Bowl. AFC Championship and lost in OT. <clears throat> so you're right there. And people argue, oh, you know, stupid OT rule, whatever. But AFC Championship, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. You can't say that's not prep. Basically, that's not preparation for dynasty. Everyone said that about Legion of Boom in Seattle. That's true. They made a Super Bowl, won it, they won it the, they went back the next year, lost to the Patriots on the obvious amazing interception. And then they never went never made it back. Not gonna lie, the, the Super Bowl they won, I didn't realize they stomped uh stomped Denver. Denver that it absolutely, I, I it forgot. A, I had to look at that. And tour. then two years two years later Denver yeah. went back and stomped Carolina. It was like an obliteration. Yeah like, it was, to, to it be was honest, so I, I was literally I saw the picture of it the other day. I was like, was it really that big of a score? I was like, holy it was, crap. It was, it, was, it, was, it was a slaughter. What was its final? 42 13, something like that. Yeah. It, it, was, it was bad. It was very I'm bad. sure the NFL loved that for Ravens. And, and that's the thing. I Like, that's not a Super Bowl I want to see. I, no. I don't want to do I turn it off no. at halftime. I want, and I know you guys hate this, I want to see back and forth games where it comes down to one play, a David Tyree helmet catch. Or anything like that. I know you guys absolutely hate that, but I want to see a, I want to see a game winning drive. I want to see well, this team have to go downfield and they they, they win. Well, they, they, they score. They don't got two quarterbacks, so I have the ability. Exactly. Yeah. And to be honest, I think the team that has the ball last wins the game. I say I actually saw it. I actually watched the video this morning of Brady's drive against the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I truly believe two that straight third and tens. Yeah. The team that has the ball last. I yeah, kept checking down the running back. Yep, I'll wins, take it. Wins this game. I can see it. And would you be mad if Tom Brady won? I wouldn't be mad because I'm one of the type of people who I don't like Tom Brady, but I have nothing but respect for that man. I respect greatness when I see it. And when Peyton was playing and him was and he was playing and you had that whole rivalry, yes, I definitely Love Peyton, idolize Peyton, and you know, rooted against that that rival. But I respected that rival. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I gotta say, it's kind of the same thing for me. Like, I hate playing Peyton, but that's just because I know he's good. Now that Peyton's retired, I love the guy. Oh, he's hilarious. I he's absolutely hilarious. In the Hall of Fame is the whole the uh, the meeting to discuss him in the Hall of Fame lasted literally seventeen seconds because they said, "Do we even have to talk about this?" No. Okay. Next. 
So he's first ballot. He's in there this year. <laughs> now here we go. Competition is Brady beat that seventeen seconds. They probably don't even discuss. They probably just a formality. Uh, th- that that was the thing with Peyton is they ha- there's a formality. They had to talk it. They went around the room and it was yes 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 yes. yes, 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 yes and okay, next player. So it's to be honest, I don't think it's going to be one of those things. Like Brady, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer no matter what. But it's they still it's a formality. Whether someone someone could you know. Take a deep breath and be like, "Oh, 18 seconds. Manning's was faster." Like, <laughs> they're they're first ballot Hall of Famers. They some argue, and I saw this. I saw this thing on TikTok, and I'm not going to agree with it or disagree with it. It's on TikTok, but some people say, looking at stats, that Manning is the clear winner of of quarterback, of quarterback, because they say that minus takeaway rings. Okay, the most important part of it. Yep. Yeah. Are you saying Eli Manning's a better quarterback than Dan Marino? Absolutely not. Are you saying Trent Dilfer is a better quarterback than Dan Marino? No. Rings. Are you saying but Bill it Russell, plays a factor? Are you saying Bill Russell is a better player than LeBron James? LeBron's the greatest of all time. So no. So and that's the thing is people say LeBron's got to as many finals as Bill Russell did. He just didn't play teams. He didn't win them. He won against dynasties. Every single time, except for Dallas. San Antonio dynasty. He went against the Golden State Warriors dynasty. He lost San Antonio with a super team, okay? They had had a super team, too. They had a big three. They had an aging team. They had had a fucking... With Kawhi. Walking retirement home. Kawhi, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan was old as fuck. Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili. Old as fuck. Old as fuck. There's a reason Kawhi won the MVP that year. Because he was the only player who could run. Everyone else was walking down court. Everyone else had the wheel, their wheelchair down. Yeah, exactly. The walker, even Popovich had, had the walker But to make down. an argument saying that take rings out, okay, I'd still say Tom Brady. Longevity means something. I'll say, all I'm saying is I've heard arguments that Tom Brady's had three separate Hall of Fame careers. Oh, I, I, I've heard oh, that. Oh, yes. And 2000 to 2006, three rings. 2007 to 2013, no rings. However... The stats. Well, I, I've seen it. Bro- lost the Super Bowl. I've, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it broken lost down. Two lost yeah. two Super Bowls. And then you go from 07 to 13. Then you go to 14 to present. Won three Super Bowls. He's lost in his one. Lost one. And now he's in his fifth. And, you know, like I said, I, I don't take away. You get to the Super Bowl, I get to the Super Bowl. But mm-hmm. a lot of people say, you know, you look at Brady. Oh, the tuck rule. The flake gate. Or, uh, listen, Spy the flake gate. Listen, the flake gate, that's, that's past me. As a Colts fan, I was truly embarrassed. And I was ashamed. AFC finalist. I was ashamed. I am ashamed of that, Bobby. AFC finalist. Okay? Yes, AFC <laughs> finalist, okay? It's a fucking joke. Okay? Jim Ursay, you're a fucking joke. Hanging up in Lucas Oil right now. The only way you right a joke now. is if you can convince Andrew Luck to come out of retirement, okay? So. And then join the Patriots. No. Because he's we, a free agent. You don't own his rights anymore. He's out, he, year out of retirement. He let, he let the Colts keep his contract. He agreed to have to, to let the Colts keep his contract. So if he was to ever come back, they have the rights. They have they have the contract. That's lame. Himself. So yeah, he waived that. Ursa did say that uh, we're looking to a veteran quarterback for this upcoming season since Rivers retired. We yeah. thought it was Stafford. It wasn't clearly Carson Wentz. You, yeah, it could be Carson Wentz. No um, one wants that contract. Could also be Andrew Luck. You got Der- Derek Carr. But, can you imagine Derek Carr? God. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Like, 
at that point, give Issa a shot. Like, I was I saw, I saw a thing where some, someone said this to me uh, at work the other day, and it made me laugh. They're like, "Could you?" They're like, "One, what they should have done? They should have drafted David Carr and just drafted only O line." Yeah. What? They're like, "That's that's how David Carr, Carr career should have gone. They should have done him and only O line, and then figured the rest out after." Yeah. But like, the, 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 like, the, like the way the way he got screwed is brutal, and I was like, "You're not wrong, but you got to look at the grand scheme of things." Like twenty high study is twenty twenty. Like you you can't predict that, and and that's the hardest part too. And you know, some teams have shitty GMs, shitty coaches, shitty owners. They're just a shitty organization. Yeah, it happens. And what the Colts did to Luck with the Grayson era, it is a. Tr- one of the worst GMs in the history of sports. You hit on arguably one pick, and you ruined his career. The best, the best quarterback in arguably a a decade coming out of college, and you ruined his career. And who knows? Jacksonville might do that with Trevor Lawrence. Houston is doing that with Deshaun Watson. Like, fix it. And for the for the Texans to see. What happened literally in their in, in division? And they said, hey, yeah, we can we can do that to our quarterback. That's what's gonna happen. The dude wants out. He wants out bad. He's they don't want to trade him. He's yeah, and he's talking about sitting out. And to be imagine. honest, what would you say? Can you imagine Deshaun Watson just he's like, I can't do this. I'm sitting. So I part of me, I don't want him to do that because I don't want the NFL to turn into the NBA. Yep. I don't want players have the I don't want players to have the control, which Sorry, to, a, to a certain extent, I believe players should have control. Like it is their job and whatnot, and it is them. Are but you team player or team team? I'm team team. Team team. I'm team team. Like okay. if, if you were my quarterback and you said you want to be traded, I'd say screw you, you have four years left in your contract. Screw and, you. And he, but then here's the thing too, is it's What do you do then if he sits? What if he sits? Cool. You don't pay him? Cool, yeah, you save so much money. Go get a backup for him. You're sitting on the bench for four years. At what point do yeah, they stop? You, you would refuse to trade him. You would I would be nothing. like, I'd be like, you want to play football or not? Because your trade value goes down when he's, you're a backup for three years. To be years. honest, I, I, I like that mindset. I do. I, I would ruin your, I would waste your career if you want to be a bitch like that. Which Because they just signed him to a four-year contract. And that's my thing. Yes. And listen, I understand, like, multiple people, even J.J. Watt has said he wants out. He has contemplated He wants to chase a ring. When you have the face, all right, I'd say the face of your franchise, which Houston is the one, maybe two teams in the NFL that have a defensive player as the face of their franchise. The only other one I can think of is Aaron Donald, the Rams. Von Miller at this point. Von Miller. But there's maybe a handful of teams. Khalil Mack in Oakland. Khalil Mack is in Chicago. I know, I'm saying when he was in Oakland. Oh, when he was in Oakland. Yeah, but... There's maybe, no else. <laughs> exactly. maybe a couple handful of teams who have a defensive player as a face of the franchise, and the Houston Texans are one of them. With the Walter Payton Man of the Year raises like $20 million for the city. And it, he wants Houston to cut him, not even train him. Yeah, because of more he, flexibility. And, and, and Houston has – they've thought about it because the respect you have for that type of player, the, the least you can do for something like that is let him choose. Or you say, these are the, ta- the trade offers we have on the table – where, would you, like Where would you like to go? And not say, that's the best trade offer. Say, JJ, what do you want? Honestly, send him to Pittsburgh. I think part of him wants to play in Pittsburgh. With his brothers? With his brothers. 
Has he even expressed that? Or is that just Brad Harmon thinking? Listen, when you have two brothers on the same team and you're the odd man out, jelly. you're a little jelly. and you, you, So you're saying you what the, the one that was on Pittsburgh wanted to play in Buffalo with the other two when they had that? What? The, the Edmonds brothers? Yeah, and then the Edmonds brothers. And then you even had, at one point, you had the Gronks in New England. When their brother... You had two of them, yeah. Yeah, you had two of them. So it's one of those things that... I don't think three brothers have ever played on the same team together. No. No, I mean, you've had it in the multiple sports. The Holidays and the NBA, two were on the same team. Same with the Antetokounmpo's, two on the same team. One different. And then you have the Stalls, you had two on one team. And to be honest... Because that's hockey, though, but... I think Bud Dupree is out of Pittsburgh. And you have an opening for J.J. Watt. Yeah, but Bud Dupree plays more outside linebacker. I've learned that Pittsburgh so, so, doesn't need okay. any more defense. I would say, to be honest, I think J.J. Uh, now, the way I'm looking at it is they have Stephon Tewitt, Cam Hayward on the D-line. J.J. Watt, you can stick the third one there. I can see that. But even, even too, like, and J.J. Watt says he wants to play for a contender. Do I think Pittsburgh is a top-tier contender? No. But would I still put them as a top-ten team that could win a Super Bowl? Yeah. Yes. I would say they're a potential contender. So, I don't know. I, I like it. Um, Can you imagine if uh, the Texans went full Bobby uh, team team and were like, you know what, JJ, where do you want to go? And then send him to his least likely one that he wanted to go to. 31 <laughs> yeah. like, like Like a whole Matt Stafford. I'll play for anybody except the Patriots. Matt Stafford traded to the Patriots. I was like, apparently that was true. Apparently there was a couple other teams that said no to. Yeah, which, to be honest, I, I, but, I get it. But the point is, you're still one of those teams you didn't want to. Yes. And it's one of those things, too, where I think Stafford has kind of seen what's... New England culture is a very tough culture. Mm-hmm. You guys are a very tough team, and Belichick is a very tough coach to play for. That's why I love the uh, Brandon Cooks. It Uh, is a ride or die, my way or the highway. You don't want it, fine, I'll cut or trade your ass. Yeah, I was like, you guys saw the Brandon Cooks quote, right? No, what exactly did he say? He said, said, if you don't want to play New England, you have no work ethic. They make you work. Yeah, it was basically saying, suck it up or else you're a bitch. Yeah, (laughs) and and it is tough. And Belichick, he's a hard ass. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I think he's, he's a good coach. Um, I think the arguments kind of settled that uh, it was more so Brady, but I do still think that. I still think you somewhat earned the right to be a hard ass, though. Oh, exactly, exactly. When you're winning Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl, you could say, "I wear the highway," because people are coming to you saying, "I want to play for you." Mm-hmm. So yeah, and it's it, it's tough. I mean, it's. I mean, did you guys? I saw a, th- a TikTok video where it was uh, Lawrence Taylor talking about how he threw a fit when uh, Bill was the named the defensive coordinator two years. This guy, this guy's a special teams coach. He goes, I looked at Parcells and said, no way, man. What are you doing? <laughs> no way, Parcells man. looked at him and said, you know most of the defensive schemes we run are Bills? And Lawrence was like, what? Huh? And he goes, yes. <laughs> he goes, yes. He's like, you cover two? But he's like, yes. <laughs> he's like, yes, that's Bills. And he's like, I earned a lot of respect for him that day. <laughs> and I, I think Bill is a... Bill is the number one coach in the NFL, arguably in NFL history. I think when everything's said and done, Andy Reid could be up there. What? You're so high on the Chiefs being a dynasty. Chiefs are a dynasty. Chiefs are a motherfucking dynasty. Not right now, they're not. Chiefs are a dynasty. 
Chiefs are the next dynasty in the NFL. Nine, just, there, a majority of people think if Mahomes wins the Super Bowl and then retires, he's not, not he's a, a Hall of Famer. Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. If he do plays four seasons, goes. Dude is in the season is in the NFL for four seasons, plays three seasons, two Super Bowls, arguably two Super Bowl MVPs, a league MVP, the one year he didn't win the Super Bowl. Dude's a Hall of Famer. In four years. Dude had a longevity means something, right? Longevity does mean something, but it's also what you do and the time you do it. If he wins two Super Bowls and goes to an AFC championship, he has done more than what Hall of Fame quarterbacks have done in an entire career. I I guess it's kind of thrown back at me because I have a take that if you win the league MVP, you should automatically be a Hall of Famer. There you go. That's your NBA take usually, though. And I feel like it should be for NFL, too. So are you, Is Lamar Jackson right now a Hall of Famer? He, at one point in his career, was the best player in the sport. Yeah, it's tough, though, because MVPs, it could be a one-year thing. Like, Peyton Hillis didn't win MVP, but he had one good year, you know? And that, Matt cover. And that's my thing, is because NFL, I feel like the MVP is basically a stupid quarterback award. Because <laughs> it's quarterback's league. In the NBA, anybody can get it. LeBron, forward. Jokic, possibly. Luka. And, and Steph Curry's was unanimous back-to-back. Here's my thing, though, is with the with the NBA MVP is oh, – I wouldn't say every team has a star, but so many different teams have a star that you can say it could be that player or that player or that player or that yeah, player. There's also a lot less players. In the a NBA. lot less players, too. Where you look at the NFL, you always say, you know, five or six every year where it could be, you know, this player, this player, that player, that player. I don't think anybody said Aaron Rodgers is the most likely candidate for MVP before the season started. Some people probably even said, oh, I don't know if this is a season in Green Bay. But everyone had Mahomes up there, and Mahomes, I'd say, is going to finish number two, maybe number one. People had Russell Wilson. For some time, Russell Wilson was up there. So it's – to me, it's it's the same player. It is, it is a quarterback's award. So it's tough. But if – Yes, Chiefs are the next dynasty. I called it, in Mahomes' career, he will win at least four Super Bowls. At least. You did say that. At least four that. Super Bowls. You did say that. And I think... He could be halfway there if he wins. In I can't wait. three days, he'll be halfway there. I can't wait for a couple of years that can be Fred. He has won. He hasn't been back since. What happened? What happened to that team? I mean, the salty fan of me kind of hopes that happens, because I get that. Patriots should be the dynasty. Same, I agree. That's why I'm like this. To be honest, though, and if you look at it, and you look at every every generation, there is a, a dynasty every generation. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I, I'd say even every decade, Patriots had back-to-back dynasties. Okay? You look at the 90s, you had the Cowboys. You look at the 80s, you had the Niners. Mm-hmm. You look at the 70s, Pittsburgh. you had the Steelers. Yeah. You go back, you had Green Bay. Like when the NFL first well, started. Could you argue though that Buffalo Buffalo made four straight years? Is that considered a dynasty? You could say it was a top potential. I, I people were probably saying, "Oh, they're they're going to be a dynasty. They're going to be a dynasty." After the fourth time, I know that's losing, brutal. Like, listen, you lose, you were heavy listen, favorites. In you, lose, you lose, you yeah. lose, you lose the first one. Damn, that's 
sucks. Two? We wow, lost. Wow, that's horrible. Actually. Wow, two. That's fucking awful. I can't believe that. Three? three. Oh my fucking three. god. What now? You go back the fourth year, you're like, you know what? Four years, we gotta win one. Boom. Next one. You're like, dude, like, come on. Come on. But. And the great words of Michael Scott. I'm going to kill myself. Basically. I declare bankruptcy because our fans have jumped ship. There is, and you look at history, and you can look at use history to predict what's upcoming. And there's always been a uh, per se a dynasty of the decade. It's so hard to say that the 2020 dynasty isn't going to be the Chiefs. It's hard to say it's not. It is. I will agree with that. But the way things look, yeah. Chiefs are going to be around for a while. Chiefs are going to be around for a while. And in the, the, the 2020 years, per se, I think they're going to win in this this decade, three to four. They won 2020. I think they're going to win 2021. Not saying they're going to win 2022, but let me tell you, they are already an early favorite. They're already the early Vegas favorite again. But who knows? They'll probably be back in like 2024 or 2026 and stuff like that. But... Kelsey, 31. Kelsey, by the time he retires, Kelsey will have at least three. At least three Super Bowls. So in the next, I say, five or six years. So he'll tie Gronk, essentially? Yeah. But I think what's, you know, with him is he's going to get it towards, like, the back end of his career where Gronk got all front-loaded. So. My thing is, how how long can you hold on to all your key players? Here's the thing. All that. Because their contract... Uh, they're they're signed for a while. Yes, but here's the thing: is I think you sign the players you need to sign, and there's other positions you can figure out. You have your quarterback, you have your pass rush in Chris Jones, you have a tight end, you have a receiver. Arguably the best. Uh, is Andy Reid a good enough contract negotiator with the GM and stuff, or are they good enough contract negotiators? Spence guys to pay cuts like that. That is exactly what it is. Is when Mahomes wins, people are going to look at it and they're... Because Mahomes got, already got a mass contract. Yes, exactly. Biggest contract in history. But, and we saw it, and we saw it recently. Everyone wanted to go to New England to, to, to play with Brady. They were willing to take pay cuts to play with Brady. People are going to do that with Mahomes. You already saw it with Le'Veon Bell. You already saw it. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll take a pay cut. I'll play in Kansas City, play for a contender. Yeah, but what happens when you get those guys who you know who make it to the final, the Stanley, or not the Stanley Cup, the uh, Super Bowl, and are like, all right, I made it here. I did. I feel like I did a complete part of this. Now I want to get paid. Yada yada yada. And guess what? If you were a, a big part of it, they see what they can do. If they say, you know what? Yes, you helped get us here. You know, you were another linebacker or whatever. But you know, we have you know another linebacker, and we can draft another linebacker of a strong class. And you have a year, year or two left in your contract. Why are they going to worry about your extension? Cool. Like, no offense. Kansas City doesn't care about renewing your contract if they just want a Super Bowl. Like they do if it's like Mahomes, Kelsey, Kelsey Tyree Kill, Tyree Kill, all these people that are. You know, if you're defenders, you know what? We'll find someone else. We're good. No offense <laughs> to the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. Damn good, damn good DB. A top ten DB in the league. If, if they lose him, I don't think they would care. They would care a little bit. But defense wouldn't be... But, they're, they, but, good. but the thing is, they're not losing sleep over it because yeah, they're be sleeping fine. comfortably at night because they just won a damn Super Bowl. And they say, you know what? We just won a Super Bowl 
oh, he's gone. We can figure it out next year. We still have Mahomes. We still have Travis Kelsey. We still have Tyreek Hill. We still have Chris Jones. I have this whole thing. I've always had this belief. If you have five key players to pay a lot of money, you can build your other pieces around it. Kansas City has four of those locked up. And the most important is your quarterback. Next is a pass rush. Then you got a weapon. And guess what? Kansas City has two weapons. You know I have one more out of those five to pay. I would probably say it's going to be an O-lineman. Shorts. Probably. That's right. And then you figure out everything else. Because people are going to want to come to you to play. But, I mean, that's... All, right. all I'm saying is, I mean, the... How many massive contracts do the Patriots have to give out over this dynasty? Will Ford was a big contract. Okay, but I'm just saying Brady never had a massive one. He's that's the franchise centerpiece. But here's the thing, and this sounds crazy, and I think a big part of it had to do with Brady's life. Giselle was making more money than him. That's true. That is true. He literally like I, I don't make this money. My wife literally makes ten times as much as me. You think some little Mahomes fiance baby mama who has a fucking horse face? Like, <laughs> no offense. I think her name's Brittany or something. Yeah, you're you're so. ugly. Like, cool. You're dating a fucking Kermit the Frog. I'm 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 not gonna attack her over her looks, but I can't listen to her talk. Her it's, voice. Hurts. It is it is almost as bad as Cardi B to me. I I don't know why. I, I get it. And also, your brother's kind of annoying. Jackson Mahomes, uh, nothing special. Kind of annoying. Mahomes. <laughs> we weren't gonna say that, but Bobby said it. Bobby went there. But and I think later on, Mahomes. Who knows? Maybe Mahomes is that type of guy. Maybe. We don't know. Brady wasn't taking pay cuts early on in his career. It was later on in his career, and that's because he took pay cuts to try to get pieces around him. Yep. That's and true. no offense to the Patriots. Did they ever use the pay cuts from him to say, yeah, let's get nope, another which weapon? which is why he got fed up. Never. Which is why he left. Yep. yep. And to be honest, I think that's Mahomes can look at it and comfortably say, I have the weapons around me. I may not have five or six weapons. Now, what happens when Kelsey and Tyreek Hill are just, nope, can't do what they did and you just don't have those good weapons anymore? That's why I think you have... Is that when he restructures? Do you think he restructures at all? I think he does restructure. Okay. But th- that's why I say I think you have five or six years of this. Because Travis Kelsey's 31. I give him until 36, 37. He's, he's retired, I'd say, by 38. So you have probably... Yeah, it's going to take a lot of years. Yes. You have five or six good years. You probably have seven or eight total years. But you can't tell me during that time, they're not going to draft a tight end. They're not going to try to find the next Kelsey. When players get old, you try to find somebody to replace them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Unless <laughs> you're Bill Belichick and you don't need a new QB. But here's the thing: he would still draft. He would still draft QBs. He did. He did. He took them to Garoppolo and they forced. He him took to Garoppolo. Percent. Garoppolo was was a hit. He hit on Garoppolo. <laughs> what was that? What was that one kid named Zach Robinson? Wasn't he like sixth round pick? And yep. here's the thing: there's a lot of late round QBs. Yeah. Danny Etling. Listen, a I'm, lot of randos. I'm, guess what? And no offense to the Patriots, take a flyer. You took a flyer on Brady. You saw how that worked out. We did. We took a six-round quarterback in every draft. 
You did. And guess what? And once in 20 years, it hit. One of my favorite random Patriots QBs, Rohan Davey, baby. Who the hell is If that? you know who Rohan Davey is, shout out you. But it, it's one of those things where, and guess what? Even the Chiefs, I would not be surprised if in a couple years, the Chiefs maybe take like a seventh-round quarterback. Yeah. Because if Mahomes gets hurt, I'm telling you, in Mahomes' career. Let's see Rohan Davey. He's going he's, he's to miss a season. Injuries happen. And that's when I think the Chiefs can look at it and say, okay, you know, we now have a top 10 pick in the NFL draft. Let's go get a replacement for a guy who's getting old. Let's go get a new a new receiver. Let's go get a new tight end. Let's go get a top tier O-line. That is not real. That is real. Let me see, Jake. Let me see. Let's right see. Navy. No fucking way. <laughs> Why is he? Dude, looks, him, like, dude. dude looks like hefty lefty. <laughs> He's a bigger guy. Love them. So, but Chiefs, next dynasty. I have Chiefs winning on Sunday. You guys have Tampa Bay winning on Sunday, just because you guys can't pick against Brady. Can't, can't do it. He's proven. He's proven uh, that you can't do it. So the fact that you still do it, mind-boggling. It is mind-boggling. You know, it's. I've always been this thing that it is mind-boggling. I think Tom Brady one handpicked his team, basically, and I think he also helped handpick players who came to him. You don't, you can't tell me he didn't reach out to Leonard Fournette and goes, yo, you should come to Tampa. He he definitely reached out to A B, reached out to Tampa and said, I want A B. Mm-hmm. And guess what? When you pay that much money for a quarterback to argue arguably your great quarterback all the time to bring you to that promised land, if he says, I want Antonio Brown, go get Antonio Brown. Go get Antonio Brown. You're not gonna tell him no. Because oh, Patriots did. <laughs> no, but guess what? They they, they brought him on. He said I want Antonio Brown. They brought him on. Didn't work. Brady well, that was because that's because it was Antonio Brown's fault. Yes, I agree, and I I definitely think that Antonio Brown he's been quiet. Yeah, he has. He's I been mean, quiet. You see, he to me he's like in a Des Bryant role. He's just there. Yeah, that's exactly where it is. So, but I think it's going to be a damn good Super Bowl. And so, what are you more excited for? I'm going to lay down three different things for you. All right. Are you more excited for the Buffalo Wild Wings, the weekend, performing at halftime, or the feeling you're going to get if your prediction's right? Oh, okay. Number one, the feeling of my prediction being right. Two and three, I don't give a shit. Whatever. <laughs> it's, that's the most Jake answer I've ever heard. <laughs> no matter what. I have to be right. What can I say? This Super Bowl is going to be, this Super Bowl is going to be historic. People are either going to say... It's going to be a stupid Super Bowl because you're jinxing it. You're no, like, so he's hyping up so much. Be I'm, another I'm, I'm hyping this up Super Bowl. I'm hyping it's it up so much. And if it's awful, I will take full blame for it. But either Brady's going to get his seventh ring or Mahomes is going to get his second. I'm so mad if Mahomes wins. And what? people are going to say... <laughs> I hate him. You, you got to look at the last team to repeat were the Patriots. That was the start of a dynasty. That was the start. Yep. I'm just saying, Mahomes repeats starts dynasty. Man, hat tricks in the. Uh, I'm just sorry to interrupt, but the uh, hat trick tonight does seem to be a growing theme here. Hubert, Huberto has one tonight. Jason Spezza has one tonight. Pasternak had one last night. Seems to be a growing trend right here. But that's just because goals showing up in general in the NHL. Sorry, <laughs> that was just a quick side thought. But it's because attendees are garbage. Yeah, lack of uh, training camp. 
So, but, you know, that's pretty much wraps up for a Super Bowl. What I do want to talk about is some other stuff that happened, a couple of moves that have happened. We briefly talked about Stafford. We weren't able to dive into it because somebody here had COVID. Jake, Jake what's your thoughts on that trade? Too much. Way too much? Too Way too much. So you think that Detroit fleeced the Rams? Yes. You, do you guys know the Rams' only first-round pick who's still on their team? There's what, only one. What do you think? Their last one was Jared Goff. Yep. Gone, yep. Uh, it was their last first-round pick before Jared Goff. That's Aaron Donald. Yeah, I, I, was, I was getting there. I was trying to run through yeah. it real quick. Aaron Donald's like their only first, which, to be honest, I I think the Rams have a good team. I do, part, of, part of me wants to say they were a quarterback away. But I still think they have some other holes. But Such I see as, why people say that. What are the holes? I would like their... Yeah, I like the, no, I would like their linebacking core to be a little better. Okay. And I would like their running backs to be a little better. I think they have great receivers. They have great, they have great DBs. Aaron Donald and Pat Rush is studs. Their O-line is solid. Michael Rocker's underrated. Their O-line is solid. I would like a better tight end, a better running back, and a better linebacking core. But to be honest, I don't want to say running backs a dime a dozen. If your linebacking core is a weak part of your defense and you have great DBs and great pass rush, okay. And your tight end, if you have a good old line and good receivers, okay. If a Lions won the trade, cut and dry. The only they, way they, they don't win they the trade. They need a dub. They, they can't seem to win on the yes, field. So they exactly. need to dub someone it's else. Bad. The it's only bad. way, one, I think they potentially trade out of the seventh, seventh pick. I think somebody moves up to get a quarterback. Yeah, poor Patricia. <laughs> You got canned dog. Hey, he's back in New England. I know. Sounds like an advisor. Yeah, yeah, but hey, still back in New England. Bill got a taste of calling defense, and he goes, I love this. (laughs) He's like, give me more. Lions won that trade. They got Goff. The only way, only way the Rams win that trade is if they win a Super Bowl. Because in my opinion, and they said it right, he goes, I don't care about winning the trade. I care about winning Super Bowls. If he wins a Super Bowl, great. Stafford wins one. Even if they get there or NFC Championship, to be honest, two late round firsts, wash away the third. It's a third. I don't care. Two late round firsts and a quarterback swap for a better quarterback? I'm not saying it's awful. No. If you're trading the 20, 27th pick one year, 29th pick the next year. You can find a late tight end if you have a good tight end class in the late first. You, you could. I mean, it's tough because the Rams don't have a first round pick now until 2024. That's true. Which. That means they'd have like one first overall, right. one first round pick in like eight years. Gronk and Hernandez were second round picks. I agree. I agree. You find some flyers. So there's going to be a lot of QB movement though this offseason. Derek Carr, Deshaun Watson, over under Carson Wentz. Okay, we we've had we've had two two QB. We'll have three different starters next year, guaranteed, because the Lions, the Rams. Yeah. And the Colts, because Rivers are tired. Over under 12. 12 different starting quarterbacks on rosters. Uh, under. 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 Well, obviously, Trevor Lawrence and Jackson will be another one. So that's, that's one. That's another one. And then Matthew Stafford, two. Jared Goff, three. Colts, I mean, four. And then you still have potential with, you know, Cousins and. Uh, 
Cousins, Watson, Garoppolo. Uh, you could even have uh, Tua, Wentz. Garoppolo, Darnold. Uh, I think Roethlisberger is back. Um, I don't know. Part part of me like I think I, I think right around the twelve number. Saints. Yeah, Bridge could be gone. Uh, Carolina. Nobody knows what's going on with Bridgewater. They may get rid of Bridgewater. They may try to trade. There's talks about them trading with Houston. So, it's, I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm, here, you I'm up, hearing a lot of talking. Let me see some action. Would we'll you, there's going to be some action. This would you give up McCaffrey for Deshaun Watson? Yes. Yes. After you saw yes. what Mike Davis did? Yeah. yeah. What, if, what, what, what if it includes Teddy and McCaffrey? Yes. I would give up Christian McCaffrey <laughs> and Teddy Bridgewater for Deshaun Watson. If I'm a team who's in the conversation of trading for Deshaun Watson, there's no player that's not questionable. If your team needs to show Watson, you give up what needs to be done. To be honest, if I'm Vegas, name, name a Brad, name a player you wouldn't give up for Deshaun Watson for the Colts. Anyone, any team, name a player. You're telling me if no, you're on the so, Colts, every single player is gone. No. Yes. No. We have a couple players who are un- we have a couple players who are untouchable. I'd say we have two players who are untouchable on our team. Who? DeForest Buckner. Uh, we have Quentin three Nelson. players. Quentin Nelson. Yep. DeForest Buckner. Darius Leonard. You just got DeForest Buckner. I don't care. He's dude's an animal. Dude's an animal. Yeah, but you want to know who else is an animal? You're starting quarterback for the next 10 years. Jacob Eason, baby. You're telling me right now, Houston went to the Colts and said, a first-round pick in Quentin Nelson, you can have Deshaun Watson. No, because we already have gaps in our line because Costanza retired. Okay, just draft one. Ooh, it's getting chippy. And we we give up our first. Who is on chippy? I love first-round pick. Draft one in the second round. You're not, finding a, you're not finding a stud like Quentin Nelson, arguably, ever. But you're not getting a Deshaun Watson. You could. Why are they fighting? You could. There's, there's, a top, there's a top quarterback in every draft who, every single quarterback draft has somebody who plays well. Maybe not amazing, but well enough. To be honest, I don't know why. I just have a gut feeling Eason is not the guy. I don't I, know why. You know, I, I think you're right. I think Eason is going to be I can see, again, a I bridge. Backup. I can see a bridge. A bridge quarterback, a career backup. But I want to see – I can't say that until he, he gets a shot. Yeah, you got to see what he Give the guy a shot. Mm-hmm. And that's why I wouldn't be opposed. Oh, that's them. where the fight came from. I wouldn't be opposed for them bringing in somebody to compete with him, to light a fire in his ass, maybe another young guy. But – it's I, – I just – I need to see something because – but, no, I'm not trading Quentin Nelson. And yeah, I would not that. trade Quentin Nelson. I'm not. I'm is, not is, trading Quentin would Nelson. Would you trade Aaron Donald? If I'm the Rams, I and would you consider didn't it. Stafford. I would consider it, yes. Even after the Sta- Stafford trade? No, no, no. Not no. for Watson. No, so, no, no, no. Just say pre-Stafford. Yes, no, but if it was like if, – if they said give me Aaron Donald and Jared Goff and we'll give you Deshaun Watson – I would consider it. What if Vegas called Houston? We'll give you Waller, Carr, and a pick. Yes. I want it to be a first round pick, though. Yeah. Yeah. Waller, Carr, and your first round pick. You think one pick? I mean, the problem is now that we know what Stafford went for, Deshaun Watson has to be at least three picks. They're, well, they're they well, they're asking. I've heard it's two firsts, two seconds, and two defensive starters. Starters. Well. 
they thought DeAndre Hopkins was worth a second rounder and a washed up running back with no knees. You, so, I mean, maybe we can fleece him at a used car okay. dealership. Here's what we can do. Ready? This yeah, Bill O'Brien's not there anymore, though. This is what I'm thinking, okay? Colts. We'll give you our, our first-round pick. We'll re-sign Marlon Mack. We'll trade you Marlon Mack. I think a Darius Leonard would be try to be thrown in there. Yeah. If they want a defensive starter. We'll sign Justin Houston. We'll give you Justin Houston. No. An aging starter. You know what? Xavier Rhodes. Nope. He played well. Maybe Kenny Moore. Kenny Moore solid. Can't say he's not. No, he had a good year. Maybe we'll even give you Blackman, the safety we drafted, who's not bad. So, but I'm wondering what what team gives up two defensive starters? Uh, who has the best defense in the league? I could, I, this sounds crazy. I think the Saints have two defensive starters. Yeah, I see it. They got first round picks. They, 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 they're going to have to go through a rebuild without Breeze. Do you think so? Vegas has Early, you got You got to find a QB who can get you. need, like, someone. I'm telling you. Tate, I, I don't think Tate's I don't think Tate's the guy. Even though you were, you did think that. I think, you know. That wasn't played, Brad Tate. He played well enough when he needed to play well. Jameis Winston. Well enough is not going to win you Super Bowl. No, it's well enough is for a bridge. And it's tough because I think the Saints, regardless of who they have at quarterback. So should the Saints tank one year and see if they get a QB? That's the start? thing. I think the Saints are one of those rosters who, regardless of who they have at quarterback, they'll always be decent. decent. They'll never be awful. They'll never be. They need another amazing. COVID year and have every good player opt out. Basically, like, and and that's yeah. the thing is, and some rosters are just like that. Like, no offense, Patriots are a bad. You guys can have an awful quarterback, and you guys could get a top five pick in the draft. But yeah, give me give me a couple defensive starters back, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. No, I I, I agree, but there's just some rosters who are just built. They're built well. Yep, yeah, absolutely. And there's other and, rosters who the quarter Green Bay. If it wasn't Aaron Rodgers on that team, Green Bay, I don't think would be a good team. No, I agree. They would be a top pick, a top ten pick team. The problem is, it's it, it has to do with a little bit of luck hitting in the draft too. It totally does. If you're hitting some of those late round picks, you know. Which is one reason why I trust the Colts in uh, doing what we're doing. If we trade our first pick, if we move up, I trust them. We can hit. We can. We can hit and draft. Yeah, DeForest De- De- Buckner for Javon Kinlaw. I'd say that's a win. That's that's a win. That's a win. Oh, it's absolutely a win. Guess what? We traded out of the three pick to move back to six. Jets can have Sam Darnold. We don't want him. Give us our boy Quentin Nelson at six. We wanted at three. Oh, oh wait. To top that off, you mean the uh, defense rookie of the year in the second round, Darius Leonard? Oh, absolutely. You know what? We'll follow that up with our starting right tackle, Braden Smith, who's also playing really well. Great. We'll hit on those picks. Oh, Jonathan Taylor in the second round? Yeah, you know what? We didn't take a first round pick. We'll trade up. We'll take him. Top rookie rusher. Michael Pittman? Yeah, he could be a solid receiver. He's playing well. Julian Blackman? Now, you, now here's the problem, though. Yeah, John Taylor was the best rookie running back. If you think you put any of the rookie running backs in there, he could, they could have put up similar numbers? Yes. All right. I do. I, I truly believe that. And I definitely think Jonathan Taylor, he, he wholeheartedly benefited from Mac being out. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. If Mac was playing... I was like, where, where do you think Mac ends up? As a Colts fan. 
I know you don't think it's with you, but wait, I wait, don't think it's with us. He's gone. Um, I could see I could see a team like Buffalo taking a shot at him who isn't sold on running backs. Um, I could see um, Baltimore. They just got rid of Ingram. They have Dobbins bringing another guy. Um, maybe. I don't want him to go here, but I can totally see it in Houston. Fair. Teams that need running backs. And I feel like running backs are such a position that it's like... And that's... I, Marlon Mack is not going to go to a place and be the cowbell back. He's going to be part of a committee. How did that... He's going to be part of a committee, and then honestly, I, I think T.Y. Holden's gone too. Breaks my heart. Yeah, I mean, he's just... I think he's too old now. He's... Injuries. 30, 31. He's old. He's getting there. It's the injuries. And, you know, if we like Pittman and we want to build around Pittman. But the toughest part is, is T.Y. Hilton and Zach Pascal are both free agents. Who do we resign if we resign either one? Neither. Neither. I don't think so. I think I think you end up going with Pittman. I, I, think, we, I think we go with Pittman. Pittman, Campbell, hopefully he stays healthy. Draft someone. So, draft someone. So, hey, you know, it's, it's a deep enough class. So. so, before we wrap up, every episode we wrap up by saying our Twitter handles. They all know our handles. Instead of promoting our socials that they all know already, end it with your name and your bold take for this weekend for Super Bowl. It could be the color of the Gatorade. It could be a stat line that you don't see coming. I've had mine marinating for about 45 minutes now, so I'll go first. Yeah, he, he's been waiting on this guy. Yep. So I'm signing off. This is at OG Bobby Legend, and Mahomes will have more interceptions than touchdowns thrown. All right. Here we go. You can find me on Twitter at Cash and Jake. You can also find my bull prediction right here, and that is that there will be more interceptions and touchdowns thrown in the Super Bowl. Come on. Yep. Wow. This is Barman58. That is right, Harmon 58 And the bull take of the day is that no, you just suck enough. off some Patty Mahomes. Listen, listen, uh, guess what? If, if you wanted me to do that, it paid me to keep quiet. Um, guess what? Uh, you know nothing except my wall is fat. Man, but, dude, Brad, you want to know what you should do? Give my bull take. If, if, Tom, if Tom Brady wins, I think you should uh, ask Jackson, Jackson Mahomes for on a date. Oh, God. oh my God. <laughs> Can we make that bet? No. If, if Tom Brady wins no. the seventh ring, you have to make a TikTok asking Jackson Holmes to go on a date with you. Dude has a girlfriend. Dude, I slid into Arthur. So do you. Yeah. <laughs> do you know, you know Arthur Blank? So you want to go on a date as like friends, but like maybe more than friends? Like, do you know come Ar- out to New Hampshire, like see see what happens. I can get my boy Chase Winovich out here too. I have, yeah, Chase one of it's my boy, by the way. I have, I have absolutely no shame before Brad you get to your bull take. I have absolutely no shame saying this. I found out that Arthur Blank, the owner of the Atlanta Falcons, his son is big is friends with TikTokers like Alex French, Ellie Zyler, and all them. He only has 10k followers on Instagram. I 100 percent slid into that guy's DMs. I was like, dude, I would pay to hang out with you. He hasn't replied yet, but if I say it every day, maybe he'll let me go on his yacht. It's, it's going to be like Bobby wants to His dad owns the Falcons. Day one of DMing him until he responds. Day two of DMing him until he responds. I was like, blocked. <laughs> no. Day, day three, I am blocked. I cannot respond. Brad got blocked today on our Twitter. Yeah. Long story. But, bold take is that there will be a defensive 
score in this Super Bowl. That's not bold at all. A safety half. Soft. Soft. Give me something bold. Now, if you said defensive player won MVP at the Super Bowl, I'd say that's bold. That's like a very possible. A defensive score? Fine. You know what? I'll give something even bolder. Thank you. Even bolder? It's going to be something stupid. Like Tom Brady's going to throw a pass. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Brady drops a game winning reception again. (laughs) But. Heartbreak. You know what? Bolt take. This is going to be a big man touchdown. Give me O line. Give me D line. Give me a big. You're man. really not going bold here. That is bold. When was the last time that happened in the Super Bowl? Every time they're at the two yard line, then a big man declares himself eligible. In a Super Bowl. I don't know all this. I'm sure the no, Patriots. No, it doesn't happen. Fine. You guys really don't like my bold takes. He said there's going to be more picks than touchdowns. I said Mahomes is going to throw more picks than touchdowns. Those aren't very likely. I, the bold take you should have said, Brad, is uh, I B hundred fifty eight will not buy us buy a card for a year. That can you imagine that bold take? He, said, he did clarify his card statement, and say he's not going to buy resale. He says if he sees them for retail, I said if I get the retail prices, I will not be chasing singles. I will not be chasing breaks. I will be chasing retail. There's a difference. And before we get into another tangent. Hour 40, that's plenty of info for you. We'll see you next week to recap who was right, who was wrong, all of its glory. We'll take game goes to overtime.